This is Craig from the Res, and you're listening to Radio Brendo Man with Captain Phil Vecchio. Welcome to another episode of Radio Brendo Man. I'm Brendan Creasy, and we are still joined by Derek Armijo, the Summer Phil. Hello. How you doing, Derek? Just, you know, trying to get my energy up from that theme. Yeah. Does it bum you? I am the Brendo Man <laughs> you, and I will take a page out of your book. <laughs> what is Why don't you do a version of it? Because I'm not a singer. Really. But you've done it. Yeah. There's proof that you've done but it. But I don't want to sing my own theme. That's pretty narcissistic. It's funny. I have another... I have a thing to start off the podcast today Okay. With. I had something a legitimate, too, A legitimate question. Okay. Why didn't they tap you to play Alpha 5 in the Power Rangers reboot movie? Do you think I would make a good Alpha 5? You could put you in that suit... Brian says back-to-back. Yeah, we always record both episodes on the same time. Aye, aye, aye. You're seeing See, behind you're the curtain. You're already in the mood. You're, you're rubbing your uh, your brow there. See, you're born to play Alpha 5. Which one's Alpha 5? The little robot? Yeah, he talks to Zordon. I think I would rather be Zordon. Well, you're Alpha 5. You're saying I'm like a Brendo spastic five. robot? Brendo 5. Okay. He's alive. I was going to tell you that the other thing I did today was I finished my, I want, I wanted to make a spread, I wanted to keep a spreadsheet of all the wrestling shows I go to. And so I worked all the way back to, I started, decided to start not from when I was a kid, but from that first MWE show, I went with, uh, Emily, with you and Emily, when we, when you were, when you were cheering for the chef, um, well, every live show I've been to since then. Which is in 2013. Can you guess how many shows, live wrestling shows I've been to since that show in 2013? Too many. The answer is exactly 80 shows. That's so what's a, that's the a average, lot. What's the average ticket price? Well, it ranges from free to like $250. So it's all over the place. I would say Whoa. on average, like probably like 30 bucks. On okay, average, let me, hold on, let me get the old calculator out here. On average, $30, but this also includes the 15, the most I spent was the $1,500, and the least I spent okay. was free. 30 times 80 is $2,400. Yeah. In a, in a lifetime. That's on, that's plus, if you average it out. Plus the 1500 that's almost 4000 I'll round it up to 4000 because I've definitely of spent at least 5000 More than that. If you, if you like more, I don't know. I spent a lot of money. It's my prime thing. It's my thing, man. I thought that's I'd been thing. to more shows, but 80 is still a lot. I feel like it gets a good number. Cause imagine if I went to 80 concerts or 80. Over even, four years. Yeah. Let's see, hold on, let me crunch more numbers on that. So 80 
shows divided by four years is about 20, 20 shows a year. Except then you have to take into consideration the fact that 15 of those 80 shows I went to were in the span of four days in Orlando. <laughs> so, um, my WrestleMania funeral marathon. Is your funeral going to be wrestling related? That's up to whoever plans my funeral. <laughs> Why would I? I want to have a Brent. It would be cool to have a Brendo Man Memorial Wrestling Show, where like you have like Triple H, like. Uh, well, that's what they do when a wrestler. A lot of times when wrestlers die, they like do like tribute shows and like give the money to their family or something. So it, I know I'm not a wrestler, but I'm a I'm a big fan. So if if somebody put together the Brendo Man Memorial Wrestling Show, that'd be pretty sweet. But nobody, no none of your close friends like wrestling. I mean, Emily likes wrestling. You think she'd put that together? I don't know. Maybe. I, I'm saying the group wouldn't want to do that. No, of course not. Which is I fine. would want to like. Do a last action hero thing where I like, I stuff you with explosives and <laughs> try to suss out a mob. Why do we keep then... talking about my funeral on this show? I don't know. It's going to be quite the event. You're, are you like, you have a premonition of my death? I don't want it to happen. But if it happens, it's going to be a big deal. It almost happened already when you well, nearly got oh. asphyxiated. I almost got asphyxiated. Man, that would have been horrible. What year was that? That was in 2013. So you wouldn't have had your wrestling renaissance. Or 2014. It was, I think it was 2014 because I'd been living in San Diego for like a year when that happened. So that's when it was starting. That was when it's starting. But it's really ramped up lately. And now I think the number of shows is going to explode because just in the last month I've been to like six or seven shows. And I have a huge – I looked at my calendar. I got a huge string of shows coming up. I'm going to Tijuana on Friday. Um, with, uh, Sean, the hot tub guy. And. <laughs> Don't tell people. <laughs> hey, he's a, well, he's a, he's a great persona in the wrestling world. Just sounds weird out of context. And. I'm going uh, to Tijuana with a hot tub guy. Yeah. And, uh, we're going to see the crash, Lucha Libre, at the world, at the famous auditorio in, uh, Tijuana, which I've been always been wanting to go to a show there. And I'm really excited about that. And um, then going to, on on Monday, I'm going to Monday Night Raw at the Staples Center, and on Tuesday, I'm going to Monday, and I'm going to SmackDown down in San Diego, and then um, going to New Japan Pro Wrestling in Long Beach next weekend. So it's a lot going to a lot of wrestling. Would it be okay if do you want to be cremated or buried? I think burying's like really expensive and pointless. So I would say just for the sake of saving money. Is it okay money, to put you in a coffee can like in Big Lebowski and just sure. kind of throw you out on the beach and say according to what his wishes might have been? Yeah, that's fine. I'm fine with whatever. You're, I'm I think dead. It would be me and it. The funeral it is for me. the survivors. I'm going to be dead. I don't care. I think it would be me and Andrew out there arguing and <laughs> yelling at me because his face is full of Brendo ash. Man. I don't know how Andrew's going to get wrapped up in this, but this seems like he'd somehow get wrapped up in it. Well, you know what definitely people get wrapped up in is buying things on Amazon. <laughs> so what murderer is uh, gathering his tools to... 
bury a body this week. I don't week. think we have any tools this week. We do have some food items. We got Doctor in the Kitchen Flackers Flaxseed Crackers Savory Flavor. I like that they're by a brand called Doctor in the Kitchen. Well, adults definitely have it better now with health food because it used to be just rice cakes. Yeah, or granola or some. And now there's a lot of, more options. Well, there's stuff like this and, but I think anything with flaxseed is like, no thanks. Why? I don't know. I don't, I'm not a big flaxseed guy. This only has three stars. There's a lot of one star reviews. I want to well, see a one suck. star. It says taste awful. These are nothing like a cracker. <laughs> they still sell rice cakes? Of course they do. Rice cakes. They say these Who taste disgusting to hubby and I. They are like a piece of drywall. Oh my god. The package. Delete that lady. The package says. Amazon, delete that lady. <laughs> the package says savory, and yes, it does have different flavor than the plain ones, but it wasn't a good flavor. Do Just, people eat rice cakes when, like, for fun, or only specifically when they're trying to lose weight? I don't know. Like I kind of liked them because it was. But I think I liked whatever. I was such a hungry little boy that whatever we had in the house <laughs> was like my favorite food. So my mom would stock rice cakes, knowing full well that I was going to eat these just at will. So of course I liked rice cakes, but nothing. Was I want that to be our popsicles header now. <laughs> I was such a hungry little boy. <laughs> Dot, dot, dot. There's one that just says, just don't. I wanted something crunchy since I gave up carbs and thought these would be it. There's nothing in the world that I could put on these flackers that would ever make them edible. Flackers. Flackers. You want to be flackers? Brian Go says, hackers, and you are, are, are you still, wait, what is he, is he saying, am I still a hungry little boy? Of course. <laughs> And you, you still are a hungry little boy. I'm always a hungry. I'm always hungry. You, your shaved head makes you look more like a bear that you would see at fault line and stuff. Well, that's part of the you, idea. Well, and now you have your little catchphrase. <laughs> your, your gay catchphrase. I'm a hungry little boy. <laughs> All right, we got um, five gum peppermint cobalt sugar-free gum. So someone's getting there, stocking up on... Have you seen that gum commercial where it's like, wise men say... And it's like the progression of a relationship yes. from high school to college. That's such a fucking sad commercial. <laughs> and I feel like an idiot when at the end it shows a gum wrapper and it's like, buy this gum. Gum has gotten so much fancier than when I was a young gum consumer. <laughs> Watching a lot of '90s commercials. I miss Cineburst, is, man. Is Big Red still around? I think so, but Cineburst was like a million times better than Big Red. Big Red freshness go right through it. Those commercials, it was always people kissing. On and on. So I was like, you chew, if I chew Big Red a little longer, hold some hands a little, little longer, longer, make it last long, lasting fresh breath with Big Red. With Big Red, I. Was, I used to chew Big Red convinced, like, if I chew Big Red, I'm going to kiss somebody. <laughs> well, that's when I was a kid. I was convinced that any of those things would make me what they did in the commercial. Oh, poor little Brenda. Hungry Brenda was 
chewing his big red, hoping someone will give him a smooch. <laughs> Alright, we got a Pelican fifteen sixty case. I think this is like a camera case. And that'll be your gay nickname. What? Big Red. Big Red. Well, this is a $160 case. This is not a messing around case. This is like a gearbox. Case for what? It's very heavy duty for like camera equipment or like a tools. It's like one of those tough. It's got wheels. It's fancy. It looks very fancy. Alright, we got Milkbone Original Dog Treats for Medium Dogs. Not You've sp- definitely tasted dog treats, right? Because you were 100%. Kid that did anything. 100%. I haven't. Cat food? Have you eaten, you've eaten cat food? Yeah. Oh yeah, my brother and I ate cat food. Like on purpose or because you needed to eat? On purpose. And then me like the because- the whole thing? Or you tasted it? I mean, we ate- Well, Fancy Feast maybe. Every fancy once in a while- really good. If I was like really, if I was really feeling it, I'd just grab a handful, <laughs> kind of snack on it a little bit. <laughs> then I made the mistake God. of trying to eat the like, my mom had- You got the, a urinary tract infection from all the dry cat uh, food, didn't you? There was these treats called pounce, and they were kind of like wet little, and like my brother and I each ate one, and they were the most disgusting things we ever had in did our you, lives. Did you have cats? Yes. Okay. Do you have dogs? No. So you never mean, had a, a snossage? No, I never had a snossage, but we did, I did eat a dog, like a milk bone once and it was kind of gross. And then when did we went to- Did you have a begging, a begging strip? No. We once went to SeaWorld, we, I did this Jewish community center day camp where we got to go to SeaWorld and like go back behind the scenes at SeaWorld. We got to play with penguins and like do all this other cool stuff. And one of the things they had us do was like eat some of the food they fed the animals and like, one of them, it was like dog food. And they're like, here, kids, eat this dog food. <laughs> and we did. You have to start the description of this episode. In this episode, Brendo eats dog food. <laughs> yeah. So you've eaten dog food then? Yeah. Have you eaten bird seed? Yeah. <laughs> but, but it was <laughs> during this, goodness. it was during this thing at SeaWorld where like they had like bird seed and like dog food and. What is this sardine where they're just feeding kids? Well, it was like, here's what food. the stuff we feed the animals. Try some of it. But it was Have like, you eaten fish food? The flakes? No. Well, I think I tried to once and it was just really salty. I'm trying to think of another pet food. Have you eaten like a live mouse? No. <laughs> a full live mouse. My friend ate a goldfish once. Have you eaten, like, fish bait? Like, the eggs? Well, fish eggs, that's, like, escargot. Escargot is snails. No, not escargot, uh, but caviar. It's the same thing. Hey, but sometimes they have the paste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the little... Oh, yeah, yeah no, that. no, no, I didn't... I wouldn't... T- that stuff stinks. The fish bait stuff, it's, like, smelly. Have you eaten a worm? No. My brother has. Have you eaten a grub? I haven't... Um, I've eaten... We did, no, we did a grub, we did eat, it was like, it was like dried grubs, um, it was at the Knott's, uh, trapped maze, we had to eat them. They were like dried out though, and they were barbecue flavor. And so you've eaten bugs. And then I've had like crickets and stuff, like chicharrones, like at the Oaxacan restaurant, and like, you know, you get like- The what? The Oaxacan restaurant? Never been to like a Oaxacan place, and they have like crickets and stuff. No, what is that? Like it's a Mexican food where they they eat bugs, you know. 
chicharrones and uh you know grasshoppers and crickets eating frogs yeah wow trying to think of other animals but you pretty much got alligator uh i'm thinking pet food Okay. Hmm. Have you eaten those little? I haven't like, had the wet cat feed... food. That stuff's no way. I couldn't do that. No. Sometimes they make fancy feasts look really good. I know it always looks gross. Have you had the little pellets they feed little mini turtles? <laughs> no. Turtle pellets. Have you ever had the the? Uh... Is what is this like? What? <laughs> what did Brendo eat? eat? <laughs> have you ever had the pellets that they have at the petting zoo? Yes. You turn a little handle. I definitely Why? put one of Why are you eating well, that? Well, as a little kid, I definitely put one of those in my mouth. And how was that? It just tastes like, probably like dog food. I don't remember. What's your favorite pet food? None of them, really. I mean, the cat food's all right. But in your dire straits, your financial straits, you've never gotten no, 99 cents. No, no, man. Food, I would cat be, food or you know what else food? is 99 cents? A bag of rice. Uh, a bag of pinto beans, a can of beans. Um, I would eat all of those things before I ate. Du- that doesn't even make sense. Like eating, I mean, because there's just as much protein in like a can of like refried beans, and it doesn't. It's not dog food. But uh, if you get the pedigree, you can like have a healthy coat. <laughs> well, somebody bought some current resealable comic book bags, 100 count. Somebody's buying some bags, bagging some books. wonder if they bought boards. Do you know that there's different sizes for current comics, golden age? Is that age, why it's current? Silver age. Is that why it's called current? I guess because golden uh, age and silver age have different yeah. sizes. Mr. Derek, I work at a comic book store and you know everything now. What else? What else? What are some other, other insider tips? For comic book collecting? I don't know, that you've learned at your in your job. Don't sell anything at my store. We'll fucking fleece you. <laughs> That's my biggest tip. <laughs> you've, like, become, like, you know, like, what stuff is worth now. I learned today because my boss told me, go in the back and put some more posters out on the boards. And I found a Revenge of the Jedi advanced one sheet. Dang. You know? And so I'm like, huh. You guys just had one of those lying around? Yeah, so I looked at it, and I'm like, I wonder if this is... I was trying to figure out how to price it. I'm like, I wonder if this is even real. And I looked up on all these nerd That's Star the first Wars thing you boards. have to figure out is if it's real. Like, So I looked up on all these nerd Star Wars boards on how to tell the fakes from the mm-hmm. real ones. And it's a 1997 European bootleg. Mm. I could tell from the colors on it, and I told my boss, he's like, I paid a lot of money for this. I'm like, well... Maybe you should do better research. <laughs> I have so a I valuable... Spotted, I spotted a bootleg. That's awesome. I have a valuable Star Wars... I have an Empire Strikes Back poster that was only distributed to members of the Star Wars fan club. In the condition it's in, I could probably get like a couple hundred for it. It's my aunt's. I've actually learned a lot about bootleg lobby cards and people yeah. photocopying old posters it's a big racket we also got jason it's capital jason i don't know if that's like an acronym but it's purifying tree purifying tea tree deodorant stick so it's tea tree deodorant 
It's like some fancy. I just watched the Charles Barkley used to be the right guard. Yeah, he was the right guard. I bought right guard because Charles Barkley endorsed it. No joking. Because the clear. Yeah, the clear gel. Clear gel. I was all about that. Less would be uncivilized. Yes, that was my deodorant. You know who else was a right guard guy until he got involved in massive scandals? Phil Hulk Hogan. Oh. The. Um, he lost that because of, of all the steroid scandals. It was a block of Comedy Central programming from the early 90s when mm-hmm. Penn Gillette was doing all the narration. Mark Marin had like a soup type show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, back uh then. short attention span theater. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, you're Mark Marin. I used to watch that show. Wow. They used to have things like MCI presents Penn and Teller or the Doritos stand up hour. They had all kinds of crazy programming. Like and it was all Mystery Science Theater 3000. Like that was like 80% of their programming. Mystery Science Theater and SNL reruns and Kids in the Hall. Kids in the Hall. And that's like we watched and absolutely fabulous and just Dr. Katz. Like all that stuff and I just ate that up. Ate it up. Zap, zapped again. They would play a lot. And Soul Man. Soul Man was on. Think- Soul Man was on all the time. So it's so weird seeing like C. Thomas Howell badass in uh, E.T. Because he's key. So I asked the uh, no C. Thomas Howell's one of the kids. No, no, he's one. I thought he was Keys. No, Keys is different. Oh, never mind. Peter Coyote. Peter Coyote. I don't. Yeah, C. Thomas Howell is one of the kids, but he's still a badass. He's like a badass kid. The, uh, I asked Andrew, the Ben, no, the View in the Benview Network to be on a new podcast with me. You turned me down last time. It would be me and Andrew delving into the world of black Twitter. Oh my God. And I would want the logo to be the Soul Man poster, but, but Andrew has Soul Man. No, no. I don't think he would do it. No way. <laughs> Iowans caused a ruckus. I think I've talked about this. I caused a ruckus on our college campus. Oh, what did you do? Um, for the spice rack, I put my friend, <laughs> my friend Jonathan photoshopped my face onto, he, he cut out Ginger Spice's face and put my face and Ginger. Uh-huh. And for a Christian college to have a dude like is Ginger Spice, it was very, uh, they didn't make me take down the flyers, but there was definitely people that wanted me to take down the flyers. There was commotion. There was definitely a commotion. I thought you were going to say you were scary spice. No, I'm not that stupid. I, I might have been. Cute. I might have been dumb at 18, but it was my face on Ginger Spice's body, and it. Def- I was listening to a selection of 90s pop mm-hmm. on my way to work today, and. Spice Girls definitely stands out as, you know, They're great. the best ones out of that. holds up, man. I think they hold up. I mean, of that time, because you also had, like, Bewitched, and, uh, which they were all right. Billy 18s. Piper, 18s. 18s are all right. Billy Piper, I was a big Billy Piper fan, and I want, does she still sing? I know she's, like, I mean, she's an actress and everything, but she's really good. That was all around that time. Um, the reason I wanted to delve into black Twitter is because when that whole color purple thing exploded, this guy posted a picture. 
this is me and my timeline gearing up to defend color purple, and it was a picture of every black Power Ranger like together. I thought that was funny. <laughs> All right, we got BCW supplies, current size comic boards. Oh, so here's the boards. There we go. They bought boards. All right, we got it's very important so that your comics don't bend. Yes, we got cinnamon sticks, Cylon three certified organic fair trade. So it's cinnamon sticks. So they got an Amazon gift card, birthday peeps. Buy your Amazon gift cards through our link. It helps us out. I got a, I got a, I have a lot of Amazon money right now for my birthday. I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do. You're probably gonna buy some wrestling things. No, they don't have a lot of like wrestling things that I would want. Andrew, okay, we'll get Andrew's live reaction to this. Okay, Andrew, are you listening? <laughs> he says, oh God. Oh God. He said, oh God. So you didn't respond to this, but I tweeted you that I wanted to start a podcast with you where you and I delve into the issues of black Twitter every week. No, 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 hold on. That's not, well, what do you say to just that? Because I think I got what would push it, the logo to the podcast would be you <laughs> as, as the soul man poster is <laughs> <Saint> Thomas. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I think we're why are we the wrong people? Because for that? the color saying? of your skin. White people should not be talking should not, not have white. some kind of black pod even a white non black people should not have a podcast talking about black Twitter. That's it would be pro black Twitter. Either way, I that's have, not I support a lot of black issues. That's not you have you, you, that no. <laughs> Alright. And you definitely shouldn't put, declines and, for you. and you definitely shouldn't be putting Andrew's <laughs> face on the Soul Andrew, Man poster. No, we would ha- I would pay for a special photo session where we would. So you'd put Andrew, so basically it. you're saying you should put Andrew in blackface is what you're saying. And that's 100% no. You don't have to be the, host. You can be the co-host. No. That's 100% no. As Brian says, it's a trap. The whole thing's a trap. Well, I do love black Twitter. And Andrew says that he supports it. I mean, well. we all support Black Twitter, but that doesn't mean we should have a podcast talking about it. All right, I'm just trying to break the barriers. Let alone putting Andrew in blackface. <laughs> all right, all right. We got Pampers under jams, bedtime underwear, girls size small. So now we're talking about kids' underwear. Buying those Pampers. Oh, okay. We got Bali Secrets Natural Deodorant, organic and vegan for women, all day fresh. So people are buying these fancy deodorants on there. That organic stuff never works. You need chemicals. <laughs> right? I, mean, I don't know, man. We're talking about here. I, I don't trust. I, I, I mean, I know. I, I mean, I, I'm a degree man myself. I know that's what I need. I have, uh, Old Spice. Sport. Endurance. We got high endurance. Our last Amazon item. We got Fast Snail Joy-Con grips. Wear resistant Joy-Con handle for the Nintendo Switch two pack. I was thinking about using my Amazon money for Nintendo Switch, but then I remembered that. How much money do you have? Well, I have one hundred fifty dollars, so I need. I'd still need to spend a lot more money, and I really don't want to do that. And also, I don't want to. How much wanna, is a Nintendo Switch? Well, it's two ninety nine, but then I got to buy a game, and. Did you hear that Lynch I don't, bought one and immediately tripped on it and broke it? <laughs> he ordered one. 
How did and he, immediately how did broke he trip it. on he it? He just tripped on one of the wires, I guess. That's bad. Did he get it fixed? I don't know. Well, that's a bummer. Well, I realized well, that I I don't really need one because I would never play it. And also, Nintendo kind of sucks. I'm still pretty mad well, about that. Of consoles, thing. I looked up the Atari Jaguar today because Atari announced this week that they're going to... They have another gonna have console something. box. I think it's going to be like an Atari, like, like are you going to be able to play old Atari games or something? I don't think it's going to well, be. Well, they like said a, it's going to be like a PC esque. They want oh, PC games. Well, so it's going to be like a Steam box or something. Or who knows? It's called the Atari box. So it'll be like a Steam box, but Atari box, and it'll probably be able to play Atari games too and whatever. Well, the last uh, Atari console they made... The Jaguar. Was the, was the Jaguar. Which has a ridiculous controller, and it was insanely expensive. Did you ever play one? Uh, yeah, I mean, like my friend had one, and then I would go play it at the mall, just because I really liked the Alien vs. Predator game that they had on there. Which is their most popular It was definitely game. their flagship game. There was also... I like it was a, a Doom ripoff. Yeah, but it was different enough, and it had the cool, you could be the alien... And you could be the predator. You didn't just have to be the space. And marine. you can be a marine. Yeah. And uh, and they had a Mortal Kombat ripoff called Kitsu Ninja. Yeah. They also had like a Tempest and like some other things. But it, they claimed that it was 64 bits, Which but it was it actually was a 32 bit. Yeah. It was a 32 bit system with some numbers yeah. fudged. Yes. And, and I remember the controller is ridiculous. It's like a remote control. Yeah. Kind of. It's like a Genesis controller with a... With like a million with a, buttons with on it. With your TV remote taped onto the bottom yeah. of it. Because there's a keypad for some reason. It's very clunky. It's very clunky. The, and at the uh, time, it was a, being, like... And it's, it's a, it was just so expensive. I well, I remember being at KB once towards the very end. And it was on sale for $30. Whoa. I would have bought and it I, for 30 bucks. I know, but then... I wouldn't have found games anywhere, and it would have been a waste of thirty dollars. Yeah, but you could have gotten cheap For, games the, if they had a bunch of the, closeout time, games. Yeah, it probably wouldn't have been. It probably probably would have felt like a waste. Oh well, yeah, at the time. I mean, it also it's not that good. Like it kind of sucks. Andrew brought the Neo Geo at the end of his life cycle. Oh, Parents dude, returned it. Well, that thing. Talk about an insanely... The Neo Geo, when it came out, my brother and I rented it. The Neo Geo was like $800. The games were like over $100. But it was like a Game Gear kind of thing? No, 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 no. It was a full... It was a console system. Cause it, but it was it was an arcade... Because, you know, the Neo Geo arcade machines, it was basically the same... It was arcade perfect. It was the same thing, the same system that ran in the arcades. It was a home version of that. That's why it was so insanely expensive. Um, oh, but he said the Neo Geo Pocket Color. Okay, so they, were, they did have a portable system, the Neo Geo Pocket, which is a great system. If they got all those cool SNK fighting games and stuff, it's a great system. I read about the Atari Lynx and how they want to. That was hot garbage. There, but it sold well, which is crazy because the battery life on that thing was terrible. It took six batteries as opposed to Game Boy's four and drained it. But the, my Game Gear drained batteries so much that I needed an adapter. Oh yeah. All those things were battery draining machines. Only the Game Boy had like good battery life because it was black and, and white. The, uh, the uh, 
Atari Lynx, um, they wanted, Atari wanted to name their consoles after cats. Yes. But they only got to two of them. That's because they were originally going to do a 32 bit console called the Panther that got canceled and they went straight to 64 bit. Except they See, that didn't. Was a problem. <laughs> because they didn't yeah. have a 64 bit system. Brian says the Sega Master System was pretty great. It is pretty great. There's a lot of good games. It just got completely overshadowed by the NES. So that came out around the time the NES did? The Sega Master System and NES were like contemporaries, and NES just destroyed. Just completely destroyed. What's your favorite console of all time? Probably a Super Nintendo. I like the Nintendo 64. I never had one. My brother had one, but like that was after like I had a whole chunk of time like when I was in college where like we had a Nintendo 64 in the dorm, but I didn't personally own it, so I didn't play it a ton. But like cuz like in college I couldn't afford I didn't have a TV most of the time. I didn't have a console, and then my brother gave me his PlayStation, so I had that. But then in college when I went to Missouri, I left everything at home, so I didn't have any. There was like 3 or 4 years where I really didn't play video games um but i uh i i did we did play a lot of goldeneye my freshman year of college at biola and it kind of that's probably the greatest game of all time it's it's amazing four player goldeneye there is nothing like that like it's why don't they you know how they have at arcades giant connect four and giant yeah rock'em sock'em robots since arcades can utilize big technology why don't they just make big four-player golden I mean, arcade game they do there are some that have like fps games but it's just people fps players want to play on their computer or like they're not social people so it's not appealing i don't know i don't know we played uh mario kart yeah we played mario kart that was fun I thought, what's the do you remember what the name of it was what the name of the mario kart game? well it's mario kart arcade gp or something i don't know and then we put our faces in a little yeah. avatar. And it's got the Namco stuff, so it has like Pac-Man. And I was like the little drum guy. I don't know. It was fun. And I got a uh, third place out of the four people that were playing. I got second. I was a I was ahead a lot. Yeah. No, you got fourth. No, you got fourth. No, I got third. I did not get fourth. I got second. That's I don't know about that. I definitely but. did not get fourth. <laughs> but we'll go back. And I want to play that more. I, I, that's my favorite game there. It's like Dave and Buster's, I think. I didn't do the Star Wars Battle Pod. I heard that's pretty cool. Um, I, I want to do the Rock'em Sock'em Robots. I do want to do the Rock'em Sock'em Robots. It's not cheap. The air hockey's not cheap either. I played the Pac-Man. The Pac-Man air hockey is the best one. Pac-Man Battle Royale, but it used to do this, but it used to periodically through your four-way air hockey game just shoot yeah like 50 that's little what the, that's what the pac-man air hockey it. does pac-man battle royal is a totally different thing pac-man battle royal oh, right, is not right. an art is not a hockey game it's the four it's, it's the, the four player four player you pac-man fight each game. other that i don't think they i didn't see the pac-man air hockey at that place they did have it there okay. but it it's kind of broken now maybe they took it away they did have had they had a six-player they had like a six-player trivia game, which I've only seen the four-player one. That's where you rack up the most. I get, I can get. Oh yeah, because if you start winning that jackpot, if you can get six if, people if on other there, people are playing, and you, if other, if you can get all the people, and we would. I remember 
me and Phil, I w- on Phil's birthday, we got enough tickets for Phil to be able to get a Wii game. Wow. Cause we just destroyed. I, one time I went, I went to, I went to, I went to John the Crow Pizza by myself because I was supposed to go with my friends, but then I couldn't go. But then I had this Groupon that I bought. So I'm, I'm like, well, I'm going to use it still. So I went to John the Crow Pizza and I ate the pizza buffet and it's, what's it, what's it called? John's Incredible Pizza. That seems like a fake place. It's really good. They have them all over. Where is it? They have one in Buena Park. They have one in Victorville. I want to go. They have one in Moreno Valley. You'd like it. Sounds like a, like a Chuck E. Cheese type it's, place. Except the food is a million times better. The food is actually really good. They have like all kinds of great pizza and they have like cinnamon rolls and it's a buffet and they have like an, you can get root beer floats and. Remember when Shakey's is like a place you'd want to go? Yeah. And now that we're adults, we like never go to Shakey's. We went to Shakey's in Palm Springs. We never go to Bunch of Lunch. Yeah. I never go to Bunch of Lunch. I haven't, I only remember the, the radio last time I went like, was in Palm Springs. Last time I went was during an editing retreat weekend. A bunch of us was like, let's fuck it. Let's just go to Shakey's. <laughs> and do you remember like the radio ads were like Adam's family, but with bunch of lunch for the Wednesday hump day? Like it was cheaper on a Wednesday yeah. if you went to go to the lunch buffet. And Shaky tried to make Mojo potatoes like a popular Mojo thing, potatoes are really... great. I'm a big fan. But nobody really, nobody else has. Well, because they're a Shakey's thing. That's their I know, signature. But if it was really popular, it would be bootlegged. And There's other copied. places that have potatoes kind of like that. Well, in other things, we've got Comic Con coming up on uh, July nineteenth through twenty third. Are you like scraping your microphone? No, I'm making a lot of scraping. I hear scraping noises. <laughs> like there it is, right there. It's doing it right now. You're scraping. Nope. Well, there's your noises. Brian tweeted. Scraping his nose. Oh. Are you scraping your nose? <laughs> no, but you just did. Yeah. Alright, we got also, um, don't forget to check out mountainroomescapes.com. Use the code Radio Brendo Man for $5 off. That's in Big Bear, California. If you want to do cool room escape, Etsy.com. A lot of fires there right now. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. Um, mountainroomescapes.com slash shop slash crew dink. What, what if, what if, Phil's parents' house is in danger and they're in Europe. Is it being taken care of? Well, I don't think there's... A, the fire's not, like, in Big Bear City. Okay. Well, what happens if they're not there during some... Well, what, would where... they be able to put out the fire if they were there? <laughs> like, what do you mean? It's good that they're know. not going to be there if their house burns down. Um, but San Diego Comic-Con is uh Dar- um well Brian just asked would you ever attend the Tucson Comic Con it's in November if it's a wizard con probably not <laughs> cuz i think the Tucson one might be a wizard one i know there's Phoenix Comic Con which is an independent um show but it's so hot in Phoenix now that planes can't take off i know i'm not i'm not i don't know Brian um, lives in Tucson and I guess if you're from there, you can handle it. But I, ugh. I don't know. It's sort of hot. Emma Stone's from Arizona. I didn't know that. Where in Arizona? 
Scottsdale. That means because that's like the richy rich place. That's what I heard. That's what I heard this weekend from other people that live in Arizona. It is. It's the rich area. Um, Brian says it was 116 degrees today. Ugh. It's, Jesus Christ. It's hot here, and that sounds horrible. Um, I went to PWG on Friday, and it was 100 degrees outside. So, what if you die from heat stroke outside of a wrestling event? That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> At what point does your health come into play if you can't go to wrestling shows anymore? What do you mean? Why would I not be able to go to wrestling shows anymore? What if, like, you get a heart condition and you just can't handle the excitement? That'd be horrible. <laughs> but you'd you do it, right? Or do you keep going until your heart stops? I would, I don't know. That sounds like a, that's an awful scenario. I would go. You gotta I would go for Brendo. If if I can't do something, I don't something, want you to get then... some weird heat stroke outside of Reseda. They should think more about their audience. We're fine. You just stay hydrated. It's fine. How many hours are you out there? Well, I was only out there for like an hour, but other people are out there for longer. (laughs) But uh, we'll see what happens for Battle of Los Angeles. Or there's a show next month, and I don't know, in July. uh, uh, But I might not even be able to get tickets to that, so who knows. Um, But you know what else is in... hmm? It's slightly air-conditioned. Oh, man, it gets real hot in there. Um, oh no, thank you. I, well, you're not going. I'm not inviting you. Could a wrestling show get too hot for you? Well, yeah. If it gets like so hot that I can't even like, it's not even comfortable or fun. But I've been in there for Bola when it's like at least it's over a hundred degrees and everybody's sweating, but you just oh get used to it and it's fun. I don't know. Um, I'm I'm enjoying the show, but. Um, let's get move on and talk about Comic Con, July nineteenth through twenty third. We're going to be doing our Web Comics Advocates panel there. So, more details to be announced. Are you excited for Comic Con, Derek? I am. You, are you going to bring the snacks again? Are you doing the snacks? That's, that's very, I'll hold up my end of the deal. All right. That's and the least I can so do already, for all of the guess, free stuff you guys are giving me. I guess we talked about this last time, but you were going to go with uh, Capri Suns this year, right? Definitely. I mean, I, I didn't, I was fine with the cool jammers, but I, upon further evaluation, <laughs> uh, the, the, they were very bland. They just tasted like water to me. Well, cause the, the only good Kool-Aid jam, jammers were the Great Blue Dini, and I don't think they have those anymore. They had Great Blue Dini. Go, cool. Going with the Capri Sun. I like, um, What's the Maui Punch Capri Sun? I think it's Maui Punch. They still have that. Probably go with Pacific Pacific Cooler. Pacific Cooler's great too. They still make Maui Punch. That's their flagship flavor. Not Maui. I don't know. I'll look. But I I usually get a high C and a Capri Sun. Dude, get the orange high C so we can at least have it. That way we'll have orange drink. Because then you can drink it for breakfast. Orange too. lava burst, high C baby. They still have it. They, they still found. have. I asked. I went to the McDonald's by in Ukaipa. They have one box left. Did you? Did you like offer all this money? I just it? asked them. <laughs> I'm like, how long till we're out of the orange lava burst? I said we have one more box. I wish we. I could have found Ecto Cooler high C boxes for last year's Comic Con. 
Yeah, that would have been great. I never found them. They had them in um, North Hollywood somewhere. Because remember, I was going to go drive up there, and then you're like, you should have called me. And I'm like, I should have called you. What was I thinking? <laughs> it was New Year's Eve. Would you, if I had called you at like 8 p.m. on New Year's Eve, I was like, Derek, I know where the ecto-cooler boxes are. Let's go. Would you have abandoned your New Year's Eve plans? Now that I've been through it, yes. <laughs> now, From last year's, yes, I would have abandoned it. But While you were in it, though, before it happened. I, even in, in it, I probably would have given it What if you were at like some amazing party and you get I wasn't. That's why I would be considering What if you were? And I'm like, Derek. Well, that's, that's a different story. I found the ecto-cooler boxes. Come pick me up. Now I'm doing the Brendo voice. Snake is eating its tail. Well, we've also got Comic-Con Palm Springs coming up August 25th through 27th. Got a whole bunch of stuff going on there. Live Radio Brendo Man and BWS. We got Long Beach Comic-Con coming up September 2nd through the 3rd. We'll also be doing stuff That's like there. a week out. It's like a week after. It right? is the week after. It's a lot of stuff. Also... Um, LA Podfest, October 6th through the 8th. And, uh, yeah. A lot of exciting stuff going on. I officiated a wedding on, uh, on Monday at the Disneyland Hotel. It was great. It was a beautiful wedding. Friends Shada and Brandon. Um, and they had Dole Whip cake, which was the best cake I've ever had in my entire life. Did you have to write a little speech or something? Um, I just, you know, I just, did you start all your weddings with Maui's. Well, actually, I, I started this one with that because Shada requested me to do it. I didn't do the voice. I wonder if people do that a lot. I think they do because when I looked it up online, there was like a 100 YouTube videos. Because um, I just needed the transcript of the words. And uh, there's a lot. So I think it's very common. And then I just kind of go through the service. And I do a reading. So I picked a poem. You know, about love. If I were you, I would have sang uh, <laughs> Sleep to Dream by Fiona Apple. <laughs> I don't what? know. I just think it would be funny for you to sing that. <laughs> I kept my man on the ground and I don't go to sleep to dream. Why would I sing that at somebody's wedding? I don't know. I don't know. You want me to sing that at your wedding? Yes. <laughs> You're basically just going to be in the corner with a playlist. In a little glass um, cage. Andrew will be... <laughs> I'm going to hire Andrew to be Soul Man. At you're my breaking wedding. up big time. I'm going to hire Andrew to be Soul man. man at oh, my wedding. Can you hear me? Wedding. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I lost you there for a second. Um, I said I'm going to hire Andrew to be Soul Man at my wedding. Crap. <laughs> what did you say? This is bad. I said I'm going to hire Andrew uh-huh. to be Soul Man at my wedding. Oh. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> and you're going to be in a glass case. Your wedding is just you humiliating your friends? <laughs> Andrew's not for sale. Oh, yeah. We're doing the I'm- Reef uh, show. The, it's the week before Comic-Con Palm Springs. Phil's a maybe, so we'll see. I'll convince him to do it. He'll need the money. If it's, uh, I, I mean, this is, I guess, not a private conversation, but I think that, pr- 
price for four would be my maximum. Yeah. So. You gotta get Phil in. Or somebody. Alright. Well, it's, I think. Cause I don't even really have anything to sell. Well then. <laughs> sure you do. You always got stuff to sell. But it's like you said. It'll be a fun time. Alright. Well, um, the other thing that happened. So I had the wedding and the, the Dole Whip cake was great. They also had like an awesome buffet, with, like steak and these awesome did the Disneyland like the the mashed potatoes they have at like the Blue Bayou. Oh my god! So they had Disneyland. Food? Yes, it was Disneyland food, dude. During uh. okay, it was yeah that Dole. I told you they had Dole Whip fucking cake, man. It was amazing, and it's the only place you can get the Dole Whip cake. Is at a Disney wedding, and uh, and I probably should have. And then I, I invited you. I invited you. I know, I know, but they had a you know. they had an open bar with these awesome rum Jesus cocktails, Christ. and uh, and dude, when we, so the wedding got out, and then they brought us over to the um, reception area. See you later, Brian. He's going to bed, and uh, thank you for joining us. And so they bring us in there after the wedding. Their ceremony's over. And then we're waiting to set up, and the, so there's like this hallway, and there's tables, and there's a buffet table, and it's the Mickey Mouse pretzels, and like, oh my god, and and like mustard and stuff. It was awesome. So this is a Disney wedding. It's a Disney that wedding. Anybody can get. Yeah, but I mean they're not cheap, and uh, and then they had a buffet set up in the actual wedding, and it was like this. There's like steak and the mashed potatoes. From like the Blue Bayou, and there was just the food was so good. It was so amazing, and the DJ was cool. And there was a belly dancer, and they did a lot of Persian dancing because Shada's family is Persian, and it was like really fun. And uh, did you dance? Yeah, I did like some of the like I don't know Persian. Everybody gets in circles and dances you did, around. You did a belly dancing? Not thing? like a belly dancing thing, but like, you know, you move your hands around and you go dance around in a circle and stuff. I think about the scene in Heavyweights when they're all dancing and that kid in the beret is like doing the vote. <laughs> that's what I see. That's what I see you doing. And then, um, I went to PWG and James Franco was there and I gave him a high five. That was awesome. And I almost cried. You kind of st- stalked him, right? I went up to, like, I was standing nearby him, and he high-fived me. For, like, a, a period of, like, you were waiting, right? Well, I went up and just was, I said hi to um, Chris Bauer from True Blood, who he was with. And and I had met him before, and he actually, and so we talked for, like, a, and then, and then James Franco was right there, and I was like, how'd you like the show? He's like, it was great, and he high-fived me. And, uh... You know, it's cool. Do you feel like Carlos the Dwarf <laughs> was, you know, like you were accepted by the cool Yeah, kids. well, I, he seemed to really be into PWG, and I hope he comes back. So we'll see. Um, it was it was really cool. What is that? Oh, it's Mario. <laughs> Why is everybody coming in not muted even though I said it? To, oh, it's because they're all coming in on mobile devices. Gosh. The mobile Hangouts app is, like, weird because they can't, con- I don't know. I don't get it. Um, and then um, we already talked about on my birthday. We went to Hollywood and saw E.T. I went to, oh, um, on Saturday, 
I went to uh, Empire Wrestling in Fontana. That was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, just met up, talked to. Do you ever get bored of like wrestling moves? No. I mean, is it like the same move? Well, that's that's a good wrestling match. Is they mix it up so it's not boring. And if it's a good match, I'm not bored. And I'm usually not bored. If I do get so you, bored, it's a bad match, you know. So most of them, I find. Are, I try to find. I find. I look for the good, and I'm like, oh, that's good. Do you get some? Do you get some duds? Oh yeah, always. That always happens, of course. I mean, you, I've seen good guys, wrestlers that I like have boring matches. So um, yeah, that was fun, and then. Um, Going to Tijuana. Did you ever like go to like a high school wrestling, like an actual Olympic wrestling? I mean, I'm not really into that, so probably not. That seems like something a grandma would give you tickets to. Like, oh, Brenda likes wrestling. <laughs> all of a sudden, you're at. I mean, I used to. Final. I've, I've watched amateur wrestling. It's it's some it's exciting to watch sometimes. Would you watch backyard wrestling? I mean, back in the day, I used to used to go. No, but like you used to go to them. Yeah. Oh my god. That's just normal dudes, right? Yeah. Like people in the neighborhood or like when I was in college. They try to pull you in. No. I was never interested in doing that. This was stupid. But I remember in college I'd heard about some backyard wrestling going on in in LA and some of those guys ended up becoming like actual wrestlers, but a lot of them just got hurt and were stupid. But, uh, yeah, what about you? What have you been up to besides, you know, the, we went to the movies on Sunday? Not much. See any, what, what's the, what, what, anything, what's good? What movies? What'd you see? I saw Cars 3. You like that? I cried. Yeah. And Michael Keaton's character is in it, but it's not him. That's a bummer. But the click and clack guys are in it, and one of them's been dead for three years. Yeah, but they've got, I mean, you think about all the audio they probably have, they were able to, but that's like very specific to the plot. Like they are, ve- they those characters are specific to the plot. Mm-hmm. Paul Newman's in it. Um, Big Boo from Orange Is the mm-hmm. New Black plays like a demolition derby <laughs> boss. Nathan Fillion is like a villain. Ah. A Fillion villain. Any other movies you seen? Anything people should be looking I saw out for? Rough Night. How is that? A lot of people seem to not like that. They should really, like, why isn't Jennifer Lawrence in comedies? Think about it. Isn't she supposed to be funny? Maybe she doesn't want to be. And she's, why, she's said she doesn't want to be cute. in comedies. She was in, do you remember she was in Dumb and Dumber 2 and her agents took her out of it? Yeah. Like, she filmed stuff and they had them take it out. That's crazy. There's something going on. Something's up. Why wouldn't she want to be in comedy? She's like a fun girl. Maybe she doesn't. She's an actress and she wants to try. She wants to do dramatic things. Thumbs up. The thing that's up is that she doesn't want to do comedies. I don't. I think she does, but I think her agents are trying to keep her away from that. You act like she's like imprisoned. Well, you know how it could be. I don't know. I. Your, your management is trying to steer you one way. I just saw in the 90s commercials block a uh, commercial for Getting Even with Dad, which is the notorious mm-hmm. 
movie. Long haired Macaulay Culkin. That uh, his dad forced him to do. He had no interest in, and he got like his biggest payday. Like, didn't he get like twenty million dollars for that or something? It wasn't that much, but it was like half that. Or how much did he get for Richie Rich? I think that was like the last one. So probably like nine. God, that's crazy. Well, um, I finished uh, Rilla of Ingleside. It was what? I finished the book Rilla of Ingleside. It was the last in the eight book Anne of Green Gables series. Who's the Rilla? That's her. Rilla is her daughter. So it's more about her daughter yes. than it is her. But she's in it. So it's the. Is it the final chapter that wraps everything up? Pretty much. It's really depressing because it takes place during World War One. Is it sad that Phil isn't here for you to talk about? We'll it? talk about it when he gets back, probably. Because he hasn't even finished the... He's, like, on the fourth book, so... Is there any big revelations at the end? I mean, not revelations, but stuff, huge things happen. People die. Like what? I don't want to give it away. People might be reading. Does Anne die? Just tell me if Anne dies. Not in that book, but I'm sure she dies eventually. Because remember how some people couldn't handle if Ron, Hermione, and... Harry would die, so they like looked at the end to make sure they survive. <laughs> yeah, no, Anne doesn't die. I mean, but other members of the family do. Does her Voldemort? What's her Voldemort? She doesn't villain? have a Voldemort villain. There's no villain through the eight. I books? mean, not a villain per se. There's, I mean, there's adversaries. There's antagonists. Is it like smallpox? Well, it, tuberculosis. <laughs> Does she defeat tuberculosis? She, I mean. She that's dealt with, you know. I don't know. Um, so I also read uh, Phil got me for Christmas, and I is there a big battle at the Green Gables? No. What's a gable? A gable is um, it's a uh, you know at the in the in the side of a house like the two beams, like uh, the the end of a house. Okay. Um, and the, so that was her house. Yes. Then. Um, so. Did it get destroyed or did it, is it left standing? It's still end? there. Not everything is like a big summer epic movie. Um, but Phil got me for Christmas last year. I think he got it for me for Christmas. A Goosebumps book. Um, cause he goes to these scholastic sales and this one is called The Twelve Screams of Christmas and it was pretty goofy. This girl can see ghosts and she goes on a school trip to a haunted house. Which I don't understand why they're going to a haunted house for a school trip. Um, but <laughs> there's, and then she sees the ghosts of these girl, these kids, and then they, I don't know, somehow they turn her into a ghost, and then she has to, then somehow she is able to save, it's like the ring. She saves this girl from a well. It's like a kitty version of the ring. It's weird. And, uh, and I read that in like a day, cause it's real short. <laughs> It is fun. Goosebumps are pretty goofy. And then I finished Chronicles of Av- Avonlea, which is not part of the eight-book series. It's a series of short stories about other inhabitants of Avonlea. It's like the Fantastic Beasts of yes. Anne of Green Gables yes. universe. So I read that, and now I'm currently reading further Chronicles of Avonlea. It's pretty good. Derek, you said you're reading Shop Girl. 
Uh-huh. Do you like it? It's about loneliness and depression in the Los Angeles, so I love Have it. Have you seen the movie? That's the movie when I was tearing tickets at Arclight. That movie opened on my first day. Mm-hmm. And on my third day, I was taking tickets and Kirsten Dunst came in, Ava Mendez came in. And the last one to come in was Jenny Lewis, and I couldn't say anything. And then I waited, and my shift ended, and I waited to when their movie came out, and I talked to her in the lobby, and I just wanted to say that I love your music, blah, blah, blah. And I was telling her about how I, how I write to it, and she's like, starting to tell me, oh, if you like, if you like writers, then you should really see Capote, we just saw it, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm in a real conversation with Jenny Lewis right now, I didn't know what to do. And then when she's like, yeah, yeah, you should go see it after talking about it for like a minute or so, and I'm like, I think I'm just gonna see Shock Girl, and she's like, oh my god, and then she like, it was, it was fun. <laughs> it's like, it's fun times. I met Jenny Lewis at that record store next to UCB. She told me about that. She was she's like, she's there, hey, you, you, she's there all the time. She's like, did you know about this guy named Brendo? Oh, I thought you were being serious. He's like, she's always like breathing hard near me. He's got, he's got a power glove on. I'm like, ugh. I'm like, I don't know that person yet, but I will in four years. <laughs> we met in like 2008. The, in Anne of Green Gables, the spinoff, did they connect to characters that are in the Oh yeah. And pops in and out of the stories, like in other things, yeah. It's like tangentially related. Um, yeah, so that's what I've been reading. We don't really have time to talk about TV. I mean, I pretty much just have been watching uh, MST3K on Netflix. I got the last one. They're really, they had some really bizarre movies and they're really funny. And I think Jonah Ray does a really good job. You were talking about how they went on a field trip to a haunted house. When I tell people that we used to go on field trips to McDonald's, people. I went on a field trip to McDonald's. I did that. I 100% did that. What happened was that if everybody, you know, read a poem or something, like everybody that did a certain amount of work, like every couple of months we would go to McDonald's. Oh, we did. We did like an get, actual field trip to McDonald's where we got to go like in the kitchen and shit. That I didn't in, in when I was really little because it was the week before the Back to the Future <laughs> cartoon toys came out. And they're like, do you want to see what the toys Ooh. are next week? And oh my god, and the kids were like, oh my god. <laughs> and he showed me the Back to the Future toys. I'm like, good <laughs> Christ. I had like the, because that was the one that had like, they were Back to the Future 3, right? No, they were the animated. Oh, because animated series. Because I remember I had the train. There was a train. There was the DeLorean and Marty on yeah. the hoverboard. But anyway, you guys, remember Phil had said that he misses the big and tasty, which I think was the grossest. I know, right? It was horrible. <laughs> that McDonald's ever had. It looked like there was like toothpaste. Yeah, in it. it was gross. But I remember on one particular. Phil just likes it because he's cheap. And he was like a big, cheap cheap burger. And he likes cheap things. Do you remember the contents of it? Should I look it up? It's like the same as a Whopper, wasn't it? Well, there's a really gross white and red sauce to it. Yeah, the big and tasty sauce was gross. So, one particular outing, there's this one table of kids that all got big and tasties and 
McFlurries, mm-hmm. and they all, all four of them ended up puking their guts <laughs> out on the way back home. Man. Did they get food Big poisoning or something tasty. from McDonald's? I don't know. It's just it's too much. Eat too much food. My brother, there was a kid that we dared some kid on a youth group trip to eat two 20 piece chicken nuggets. I don't think it was my brother. Maybe it was my brother. Somebody ate 40 chicken nuggets and then they ended up throwing up on the bus. <laughs> well, I remember when 20 chicken McNuggets came out and I was like, I can eat 20. And then, you know, around, around 15, you're starting to feel weird. That was my brother's, like, my brother could eat a 20 piece, like, no problem. Okay, the Big and Tasty is a cheeseburger sold by the international fast food chain McDonald's. It is designed to compete with the Burger King Whopper yeah. sandwich. A similar variation called the Big Tasty without the center N was first released in Jordan. Hmm. If you look at the picture that Wikipedia has, it looks like they scooped up a mound of trash with two two bun halves. It looks gross. It was not good. Phil is nuts. I'm trying to product description. It contains a seasoned quarter pound beef patty with ketchup mayonnaise Slivered onions, two dill pickle slices, leaf lettuce, and one tomato slice. Yeah, it was ketchup and mayonnaise. Like a yeah, ketchup and mayonnaise together. Well, is that's like part. on a Whopper. It's like a Whopper. I always ask for no. I never get Whopper. mayonnaise on any burger because I think I don't know. I've had a thing against mayonnaise ever since I saw them, I saw a thing. On, I, I saw a demonstration at the fair on how they make mayonnaise, <laughs> and I knew like I knew what mayonnaise was, but then just watching it, it was so gross and it's just so much oil and it's just pure fat it's so bad for Trang you loves it's so bad for you remember that kid on maury povich that was just running around with a big tub of mayonnaise Ugh. eating it with a spoon well, i remember there was a lady on my strange addiction that just like ate mayonnaise like ice cream there was another lady that did the same thing with tartar, tartar sauce, and she would take Oreo cookies, take out the cream, and then fill it with tartar sauce <laughs> and make tartar sauce Oreo sandwiches. My mom used to make um, burgers with mayonnaise. That's weird. It's a pretty standard burger ingredient. Is it? I I, I think it doesn't feel right. Um, what do you think spread? What do you think's in like spread? Like. Thousand Island dressing, um, but that's not mayonnaise. It's like ketchup and mayonnaise. Thousand Island dressing, yeah, but Thousand Island dressing is like ketchup and mayonnaise. Is that what it Pretty is? Pretty much. No, I don't. I don't think so. Yes, I, that can't be true. If that's the case, then the big and tasty would be as big as the 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 spread on uh, In and Out. Well, most dressings start out with mayo. Steve Espinosa says. Yeah, it's oh, mayonnaise and ketchup. Sorry. Yeah, mayonnaise and ketchup. Yes. Hold on. I gotta look this up for me. The myself. main ingredients of Thousand Island dressing are mayonnaise and ketchup. And then you put, like, some oh. other stuff in it. Well, yeah. Hold on. Thousand Island. I'm looking at it right now. Would you like to visit the Thousand Island one day? I was. <laughs> it's a condiment mayonnaise olive oil lemon juice orange juice paprika worcestershire sauce mustard vinegar cream chili sauce tomato puree ketchup ketchup and tabasco sauce well that's a lot of stuff that's not just saying but it's a lot of mayonnaise it's mostly mayonnaise and i'm just not down with that man 
Um, so you don't like in and out spread? No, I like in and out spread. But I can handle that. And just, I don't know. Weird. But you know what's not weird is it's time. It is Marmaduke time. We gotta wrap this up. Embrace the Marm. Embrace the Marm, baby. Embrace the Duke. How come now that you have time, why don't you take over the brick chasing duty? Well, Phil already has it locked down, so we're good. <laughs> Just, we'll see what happens. Alright, so Dot is standing at the door, and Marmaduke's got a very confused look on his face. What are the names of the kids? I forgot the kids' names. Who's Dot? Oh, it's Billy and Barbie. The kids are Billy and Barbie, <laughs> and Dot is the mom, and and Phil is the dad. So Dot says, goodness, it's raining cats and dogs. And Marmaduke is like, Ooh. So, uh, I don't know if you can see this. Just point it up towards the camera. Let's see this. Uh-huh. Alright. So then... A lot of ink in this Dot, one. Yeah, this is a very detailed comic. It's one of the more... Um, it seems like Brad Anderson was really earning his bucks this week. So Dot says Phil will be drenched when he gets off the bus. Phil takes the bus? Since when? Maybe after he like <laughs> tried to murder Marmaduke in their car? Um, maybe he just wants to put money in the local infrastructure. Maybe. Here, take this to the bus stop and wait for Phil. So she gives Marmaduke an umbrella and he puts it in his mouth? Uh-huh. See? <laughs> I love how outraged you are at everything in a Marmaduke cartoon. So he's pick, carrying a umbrella in his mouth, and then he sees a little, the little poodle that he's in love with, and she comes up and is like, arf! And so then he gives the poodle the umbrella, and then Phil's like, hey, what about me? So this comic is just, Marmaduke gives a female dog... His umbrella and Phil's... So is this a new category in the Marmaduke canon, Marmaduke wants pussy? I guess so. <laughs> is there any others like that? Well, there's sometimes where he's going after the little poodle dog. He's into her. So what do you know about the Marmaduke movie? Not a lot. I know that there's a surf so contest I'm... and that you said it's like the I'm OC at... where Marmaduke is like trying to fit in. And the new, he's the new kid on the block. So it says here, Lee Pace plays Phil Winslow. Mm-hmm. You, you hear me? Mm-hmm. Judy Greer is Debbie Winslow. Yeah, well, I think so Dot is name. short. But Dot is Dorothy, so they did change her name. Well, because it's an old-timey name. They had to modernize it a bit, I guess. Owen Wilson is Marmaduke. Mm-hmm. Emma Stone is an Australian shepherd named Maisie. Fergie, George Lopez, Keither Sutherland, Christopher Mintz Plasse, Sam Elliott, and Steve Coogan, Ice T, Damon Wayans Jr., Marlon Wayans, Todd Glass. Yeah. It's a dope. We've talked to Todd Shasta. Glass about it. He did not enjoy it seemed like it was not an enjoyable experience for him. Chris Colfer, Josh Gad. Man, it's got everybody. Jack McGee. It's a big production. Definitely. That was seven years ago. It came out June 4th, 2010. Man. How much money did it make? 
Because the whole reason is they made it is like Garfield was a big hit, so they started releasing these yeah all these movies that should have come out twenty years ago. The budget was fifty million dollars. How much did it make? And it eighty three million so not, worldwide. Well, worldwide, I mean, they probably thought they were going to do a lot better than that, but at least they didn't. No, it wasn't a total bomb. No, but they didn't make any sequels. No. When did Brad Anderson die? Um, like like twenty fifteen years ago. Yeah, we kind of we may have killed him. <laughs> so, but at least he lived to see the Marmaduke movie. Yeah, and you think he was happy with it? I don't know. He was ninety one years old. I don't. know. He probably got a lot of money from it. Well, he had plenty of money. These guys merchandise these comics to no business, and I don't know. He created the comic strip Marmaduke in nineteen fifty four. Yeah. It's been that long. I figured it was like no, man. Like this is like eighties. No, something. it's been around forever. These guys, these are all like just iconoclasts. This is a nice biography, as opposed to Hank Ketchum, who, if you read about him, like he had a like son named Dennis, who he didn't get along oh with. Oh my gosh! Could you like, imagine your dad like, naming a comic after you? And it's all about how this kid's an asshole. Yeah, and then like he grew up, like not knowing his dad. That's and, messed like, up. I didn't know that. Comic strip was named after him. I don't think he got any money from it when he died. Oh my gosh! It was like a sad. Story. That is really sad. That sounds very sad. Sometimes comics have sad stories attached to them. Well, Derek, you're not a sad story, and I'm not a sad story. Not yet. Oh. <laughs> what if I? made a comic strip called Little Brendo, Little but I didn't Brenda. give you any money and I stopped talking I would to definitely you. sue you. <laughs> but then I would bring up that podcast where I... I don't think I could get that. I, that would like not this. hold up in court. Based on all of the judgments that's been going on, I don't think justice exists anymore. Oh, I think my are you kidding? That would win. No, I could get a corrupt enough lawyer. I could win. I think we'll... Well, how, you'd have to spend a lot of money fighting me in court. You'd have to spend a lot of money. You don't. Would you? But at that point, I would be like a millionaire from my Brendo Empire, a little Brendo, Brendo Empire. Empire. I'd get the ACLU or somebody. I don't know. I don't. Think, I think you're low on the. Somebody pole. would know. With no, I could find state. a greedy lawyer that would want your millions. Because all I'd have to do is be like, I never gave him my likeness rights. Would you tell him about the podcast? I would, and that wouldn't hold up. That's not even an oral. That's barely an oral agreement. So I think what worst comes to worst, I would wait till you're completely exhausted and then settle. Why would you do this to me? Give you a few. Why would you do this to me? I don't know. You're an evil monster. I was just. I just watched the Christmas MST3 cray about this man that buys. He basically buys the North Pole and then starts charging Santa rent knowing he can't pay it because so, he wants to ruin Christmas. It's messed up. And now you're saying... It's like the plot you, of Santa Claus. You want to take down the Brendo man and, and ruin and all the joy of the Brendo maniacs. That would be like 1985 Biff. <laughs> you would come try to get... And, and Andrew... And Emily would be like my henchman. Why would they help you? Because <laughs> I pay them handsomely. Oh my gosh. But Andrew did say he can't be bought. 
we'll would see. hope so. We'll see what happens. Evil Derek and his little henchmen. And you'd, and so that I'd come up and, and it would be Emily and Andrew being like, do you want to, this, this, this can, the easy, you can do this the easy way or the hard way? Like, <laughs> I think it would be very easy to convince Emily to play that role. I would give her the, you can't really see it in Back to the Future Part Andrew 2. Andrew says but he's 3D, a man of principles. 3D is wearing aviator glasses with blue and red lenses. Yeah. And I think if I gave those to Emily, she would be on board. And then she would come up to me and be like, do you want to do this the easy way or the hard way? And then it's some guy goes, the easy way. And then I wake up. Does that make Biff a good guy that at least he's loyal? No. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird that there's no 85 version of a young Tannen to torment Marty with since there's always a Tannen tormenting a McFly mm-hmm. and it's Needles. Does that mean, is Needles somewhat related to the Tannen? I, mean, I don't know, probably, and who knows because he was knows kind of going on in Hill Valley. There is no, like, young Tannen in 85 because Biff is, Biff, 55 Biff, I don't think ever got married. But he does have a Griff, so he has to have a kid That's true. at some point. So he did get, maybe he is married and he just, we never see his wife? I don't know. Who's 55 Biff married to? Or maybe what, they didn't marry them. Just had a kid. Had a kid, probably. That sounds like a Biff thing to do. Anyway, Anyway, that's it. That's Radio Brendo Man for this week. Um, stay tuned next week as we, uh, I will have, we'll find out if I survive this Tijuana adventure. I'm betting no. Betting no. So Andrew's clear schedule. He can co-host Radio Brenda. What if you get a call from me and I am being held hostage? Some. What do you want me to do? I want you to call my, call my attorney. I could do that. I don't have an attorney. I don't have to go. I don't have an attorney. I'm not cross. Call the embassy. I'm not crossing. You're not crossing the border (laughs) for me. Is there an American embassy in Tijuana? There's somewhere in Mexico. Call the embassy. I'm not crossing. You're not crossing the border the for cu- me. The, the cu- would, I know you probably would for me, but what am I expected to do? I don't know. What if I need a hundred thousand pesos? Oh well, I don't have. I don't have any money. You could maybe. I don't know. Help me out. The animated series has Biff Jr. Andrew, <clears throat> would you come help me form a posse to go into Mexico <laughs> to break Brendo out from all of the corrupt cartel that has had has him. We're gonna be fine. Uh, we are being accompanied by um, locals that are helping us, and uh, I'm not gonna unknowingly smuggle anything. I'm not Andrew in Tijuana. Sometimes trouble just finds you. That is true. My my brother got jumped in Tijuana. At least he's see. Andrew will probably if he finds out you did anything illegal. Andrew ain't helping. I wouldn't expect him to. I wouldn't hold, I wouldn't expect you guys to help me out of any trouble that I got myself into. 
But if I was just, I'm still like convinced that I'm going to end up in some mixed up identity or some misunderstanding. If you ended up in like jail, I would call people I knew in San Diego to go into San Diego with me. Well, that's good. At least we got that. I would call people that have done that before. I know who to call. I know they would help me. And then, well, then there we go. see what we could do. Well, that's good to know. There you go. That is good to know, but it's going to be fine. And we'll all be back here recording on Sunday episode tuesday and it'll be a good time derek you got any big things going on this week nope big movies you gonna go see transformers i was gonna try to postpone tonight so that because it actually comes out oh tonight. yeah but it's like nine million hours long there's no way i could have done both there's like and i kind of want to see it in imax because it was shot for imax there's some UK wrestlers that have cameos. Is there like time travel in this movie? Because these wrestlers it's about the night. Yeah, because these wrestlers are playing knights, and I'm like, why are there knights in a Transformers movie? What's happening? I haven't seen the trailer. You, I guess I sh- Anthony Hopkins is. Yeah, it? what the hell is happening? Did you hear the spinoff is going to be an '80s Bumblebee movie with? Uh, oh my gosh! Well, what's her name? Well, the lead is good. Oh, that girl from. True Grit. Oh, Haley Stanfield. Yeah, imagine that's now that movie. I'd, I'd watch see. that, and also she's a great. Have you heard her music? Movie. It's actually really good. It's pretty good. I'll be a flashlight. <laughs> but yeah, all right. Well, that's the end of this episode because we've been going for a while, and Andrew never answered if he's joining my posse to save Brendo. Yeah. That's your star. That's the star of your podcast network Andrew. he said did he unknowingly smuggle something so i think no no what if i just got and again wrong misunderstanding or got held up by a corrupt federale that can happen i tried to build a g1 devastator today but we didn't have all the parts mm. there's a lot of parts on that sense. i only knew one person that had the whole thing of that we have the whole thing. We're just missing two. How much is that worth? Head and one of the hands. I don't know. We. Didn't, I don't know if we could put it all together. Well, yeah, if you don't out. have that, Andrew's not. Andrew's not he coming. Says he'll send some support. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. He'll send his girlfriend. Hey. He'll send representatives of the Benview Network to come help you. He'll send Justin Keys on. Jordan. <laughs> well. I don't have any hair. I think I look pretty good. You look like you're a prisoner. I am a prisoner of this life. That's good. <laughs> I'm a prisoner of my own. Uh, you should get like your hair, your ears pierced. No, I should not do that. But uh, or maybe um, your septum. Everybody, pff, heck no. Like a bull. One hundred percent no. Your nose. No way. I know so many girls that have done that. If little girls can do that. I am... No, thank you. <laughs> One... How about a lip ring? No, I don't think any of that would look good on me. And also, I have no desire to pierce myself. I would cry. How about if you wore rings? Why would I want to... Why? I'm just trying to up your... Up my bling? Butch... Your butch... Butch Why look. would I... What? My butch I butch look. Well, 
We'll talk about it more next time. And uh, you can hit us up. Go to RadioBrendo.com. And uh, we'll see you next week uh, for Radio Brendo Man. I'm Brendan Creasy. I'm Derek Armijo. Have a good one, everybody. And John Goobang Do. happy podcast welcome and amusings are your musings here age relives fond memories of the past and here you may savor the challenge and promise of the future hi i'm david and i'm kayla and if it wasn't readily apparent from that we're huge nerds about disney that's why we're doing the animusings podcast once a month we'll sit down and talk about a film in detail from the walt disney animation studios filmography covering them in chronological order from snow white to moana and beyond to moana and beyond sweetie we're not doing pixar yet We'll do that after. And that's going to be a long time coming. Anyway, if that sounds up your alley, come join Kayla and I, and maybe a guest or two, 
as we explore the Disney animated canon, film by film. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Ooh, nicely said. Don't thank me. Thank Walt. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.